Unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably been hearing a lot about the stock market lately. Millions of people are beginning to invest for the first time ever. And we're realizing that the financial system should be built to work for us. That's why Robinhood is creating real human education resources, truly digestible financial news, and a platform that lets you invest in your own way, on your own terms. The next generation of investors is already here, and it includes you. Robinhood. Investing is risky. Robinhood Financial, LLC. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you're warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the one and only podcast where we toot our own horns grasp at the low-hanging fruit and make jokes that will certainly bar us from future political office or employment <laughs> not me no never uh, no, I, i'm only really afraid that's going to happen in the near future god damn it uh <laughs> i'm the head soy boy cock host of this ship of fools <laughs> but you can call me x and joining me once again for this masturbatory navel gaze into the abyss that are that is the Utah Outcast. Are my co-hosts? We have first up, movie critic and newly newly uh, christened writer at Bleeding Cool, the one and only That's Kyle Steenlick. Yeah, I was I was just christened. <laughs> I, I, I said it last week, but I didn't realize it wasn't a done deal until this week. So <laughs> it was mostly he, a done deal, but I, yeah, I just started this last this last week. Yeah. So he he's writing things there. Go turn off mm-hmm. your ad block so that you know he gets credit for stuff. So. <laughs> they're a good website. They're good people there. Uh, one of mm-hmm. one of the fans of the show, well, not fans, one of the friends of the show, Caitlin Booth, who was uh, somebody who filled in for, well, Kyle had to run the show. This was about three years ago, like in our infancy of doing this thing. Yeah, we had no, I, I had no idea what I was doing. That's <laughs> so you're telling me it takes a little bit of nuance. <laughs> It takes that a may, little bit of work. That makes me that makes me happy. Like I know my role here. That's great. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, go check out his shit at bleedingcool.com. What 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 sections are you writing for on there? Anything in particular movies or um We'll come back to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> no, I'm trying to run through my mind because the release schedule is is really weird at uh, award time. Because oh, we it. we'll see we'll see a movie like a month before it comes out, and oh, we have wait. to like hold off. Speaking of which, you did see a movie today, which is going to give me yes. enough time to go grab a beer from the fridge while you're talking about this movie. So, Kyle, what what did yeah. you see this week? Uh, I just I just watched Vice. You mean the Gavin McInnes uh, website? Oh wait, no, never mind. Sorry, thinking no. of something else. <laughs> no, this is the the Dick Cheney movie. And holy shit, it is, well, first off, it's, it's a really, really well done, very dark comedy. Now, who plays W in this one? Uh, Sam Rockwell. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, Sam I, I, I liked him as uh, as w. Justin Bush. Hammer, so I, I'm gonna yeah. really fucking love that. So <laughs> Steve Carell plays Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife saw the commercial for this, and she's not one for like any kind of political thriller or intrigue kind of thing, except for House of Cards. So when she saw that Christian Bale was playing Dick Cheney, she's like, I yeah. don't even know who that is. But at the same time, she's like, he looks fucking fat. Like, how did she? How did he put on that much weight? I'm like, oh my honey. He played the mechanic, if you remember that, and he went from that to <laughs> Batman. I'm like, the man is used to gaining and losing weight for roles. The, gonna, he's gonna kill himself acting one of these days. Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot of a lot of that was was heavy makeup. Um, oh, prosthetics and shit. Yeah, but okay. there is there are a lot of heavy hitters behind this movie. I uh, I mean, see, Brad Pitt was a producer. Will Ferrell was a producer. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, Amy Adams is in this. Oh, it's, wow. But this is one of those movies. They they did such a good job being very concise about exactly what Dick Cheney did through his entire career. Oh, you mean enrich himself. Okay. Oh, it. God. The end, of the, the end of the movie, <laughs> I'm just like feeling sick, especially looking at looking at this back. We have this wonderful lens where we can now see the repercussions of everything they did. And yeah, you, you feel a little sick looking now, back. I've uh I've attributed that a lot lately as I've gone mm -hmm. back and you know the Trump administration, as much as we give it shit and I'm not gonna give it any kind of credit, what Felicia, what's going on with the headphones? You can't hear us or anything or No what? no 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 no, you haven't introduced me, hon. Oh, I'm gonna get to it here in a second. I was just I was waiting for Kyle <laughs> oh, to so do his bit. Dude, we're gonna do a whole get to know we're, Kyle and then introduce. We're, we're do Kyle, like. let him talk about something, then go Felicia, get to know you something, and then I'll talk about something. No, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I had to explain my process. You didn't. That's never. I know. We've done I know. I, I We've know. We've never done it this way before. You you go okay. Kyle's well, anyway, here, and then anyway, Felicia's here, and then you say, "Oh, Kyle, you saw a movie," and then we talk about the movie. But like, I feel like I can't talk if I haven't been introduced <laughs> because it doesn't make any fucking sense. There's just a female voice but, in there. Wait, all the so I'm sorry. Time. I'm sorry. Who the fuck are you again? Wait, who are you? <laughs> sorry. No. Hey. And joining me also on the panel tonight, we have Felicia Entwistle. Sorry. Hi. Sorry. I was trying to. I was. Everybody knows who the fuck you are. You're the reason people come to this show. They don't come for Kyle and me. Come on. We're the... mm. Mm. I feel rejected. It's fine. It's fine. Oh yeah. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Okay. That's just like when you ask, what do you want for Christmas? Nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't make enough money to say nothing. <laughs> like I asked my, I asked my parents who are divorcing. Yes. That's something that's going on in X's life right now. 60, 60 fucking year old present parents fucking divorcing. Like, what do you guys want for Christmas? Thinking it'll be like, Oh, just a card from the kids. And you know, like a book I've been wanting to read or a movie. No, my mom asked for a water pick. And my dad asked for a fucking guitar bag. And I'm like, oh. you're 60 something fucking years old. Buy your own shit. And that's the kind of feeling <laughs> I have right now. It's just like, unless it's like some stupid ass thing where it's like, hey, I want to play a video game. Great. I will buy you a video game. But it's like a water pick. Fuck you. Why should I buy you fucking mouth hygiene <laughs> products for Christmas? Yeah, you don't. <sighs> you got a present? What the fuck? <laughs> that sounds it's terrible. I'm actually afraid of those things. I don't like uh, it when the dentists use them. They like, fucking hurt. <laughs> so I have really sensitive skin, and 
and I have really good teeth. And I had this dentist that used one of those, and she was brutal with it. Oh, it fucking and, hurts. I don't care what oh, anybody man, says. Oh, my God, it hurts so bad. It and you're talking so to bad. a guy that has, like, pockets on every one of his back molars that I have to use, like, the brush thing to get all the food and stuff out of it and everything. And oh, my God. Not just hurts. regular flossing, but, like, big fucking brush thing to get between the teeth. So she, she hurt me so bad. And I wasn't afraid of dentists before this. I was not afraid. Um, now It's like a... It's like a water adult. laser beam. And now as an adult, <laughs> I'm afraid of dentists because she hurt me so bad. She's like, well, if you took better care of your teeth. So I like mm. flossed and brushed and I was perfect. I was fucking perfect. I-, <laughs> 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 I took perfect care of my teeth and she like still hurt me because again, I have very sensitive teeth and, and, and it, it just, that's just the way it is for me. Yeah. Um, like, so like those water picks, I go to the dentist now. I'm like, no, 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 no. You gas me up as high as you can, and you use a pick. I don't want to see a water pick anywhere near my mouth. Like, I, no, no, <laughs> no. It hurts, it hurts, and like, you, I, I like me using one on my teeth, that would never happen. I would never do it, because it hurts so much. Now, speaking of which, people listening to us right now might, it's probably going to be a Monday when they're hearing this, is, uh, mm-hmm. just keep in mind, X is it, it, currently in the dentist chair, getting a tooth worked on, because he uh, chipped a part of it off eating a pork rind the other day. <laughs> Fucking old age, man. I swear to God. <laughs> it wasn't even that good of a pork rind, too. That's the weirdest thing about it. Anyway, this is episode number 227, my favorite fucking TV show of when I was a kid. 227. Good show. Uh, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. Yeah, Google that one. It makes me old as shit. Uh, before we check in with the folks to see how their weekends went, that doesn't make any sense because we've already checked with you guys. Fuck. Sorry, I'm reading from a script. God damn it. I feel like we need to remind the folks that this show is proudly brought to us uh, and you by our patrons. Uh, now, Felicia, what have you been up to lately? Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm a cheesemonger again. Hooray! Yeah! Hey! Uh, they offered me full-time, but not enough money, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you at all. So yeah, I'm doing... The, I'm doing yeah, no, I, it, uh, there's no money in cheesemongering, but man, today I it. And this is uh, an indication to me that I am going to go into trade work. Yeah. So, now, Felicia, um, if you're willing to sell your soul and commute every day, Kyle and I could probably set you up with something. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We could trade, like on my feet, working trade. Or oh at a no, desk. no, no. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't. Uh, yeah, we we have nothing resembling <laughs> honest work. No, no, no. I want to. No, do our, ours is our, ours is a trade only do, so far as that. On my... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I want to do trade work. I, I actually uh, talked to the Salt Lake Community College Apprenticeship di- Program Director, mm-hmm. and he says that my best bets for money are going to be in plumbing and or electrical, but he highly recommends plumbing slash pipe fitting. And so, um, you know, I didn't do any production on my first day back. Being a cheesemonger, which means Cutting the cheese. Ha, get your laughs out now. Um, <laughs> Qui a coupé la fromage? <laughs> so Thank you, Freakazoid. I, I, Sorry. I didn't, get, I didn't get any of that done because like, there was just so many other things that needed to get done. And it was just all on my feet. And it was very active. And I realized I hate working in an office. So um, I've been thinking about doing trade work for a while. And I have a six-month plan to like get into it. So, yeah. 
Plumbing's a like, good one. I, I fucking love that. Yeah. So I want to do like actual honest labor. Yeah. And uh, you're you're not going to fucking die from plumbing. You'll die from no, electric no, no. Elect- uh, electricity. Yeah. <laughs> so fun fact: uh, plumbing. Uh, most plumbers don't go anywhere near feces. Uh, he said, uh, oh yeah. From yeah. what I've been told, uh, only about one percent of plumbers actually deal with that kind of plumbing. Uh, most of the time, they're doing it far before any feces pass through any pipes. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And women are in a high demand in the industry. And because sexual harassment has gotten awareness, now a bunch of companies have a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, fucking bonus. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, women are super good at trade, especially because you don't have to be super strong to do it anymore. Um, yeah, because you have tools do the fucking work for exactly. you. Exactly. You, know? <laughs> yeah, you really do. Yeah. So, women are really good at trade. Not shocking because, like, anyone. And who wants to do it could be good at it, right? Like, yeah. it's not a male yeah. thing. Uh, women are good at trade. They have zero tolerance sexual harassment policies in almost all the companies now. Um, I love working on my feet and working with my hands. I like the complex problem solving. I'm like, why the fuck did not, did not one of my high school counselors go, you should go into trade work? Like, no one said this to me. And nope, I'm nursing like, or teaching. That's I'm like, I'm at 29, and they're like, I like in high school, they're like, you should should go to LDS Business College. I'm like, I'm not LDS. That was literally the recommendation for my high school counselor. Jesus and now Christ. I'm here, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I, and I, was, I sit here and I go at 29 going, why did I think of this before? I fucking love being a cheesemonger and the things I loved about it, although I love cheese, that's not like, a re- that wasn't what I loved about the job. It was the, it was the complex problem solving. It was the work. Mm-hmm. It was the on my feet it was the the go 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 of everything trade work was there all along and i just never thought of it and now i feel like an idiot so now i'm figuring (laughs) out how to get into an apprenticeship anyone Uh, in utah needs some helpers because i'm gonna need that in the fall Uh, let's see stuff. I want to remind people of if you're listening to this on patreon or if you're listening to this on just audio Keep in mind, we do a lot of extra shit on YouTube. We've started doing live streams quite a bit on on YouTube, and uh, all three of us showed up for a Matt Powell uh, dis- dissection of the science falsely so-called that we did, and I think that went on for about two and a half hours. Just was, about, yeah. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Oh, that was a long one. fucking show. And then, like, that was on this past Monday when we recorded, so about a week ago. The show came out, and we did that that night. And mm-hmm. um, I went back on Wednesday, and I decided to do a, a flat-earther, Bible-believing Christian kind of guy. <laughs> and I was on that for another fucking two hours. So we, we do a lot more live stream stuff there. Uh, it's fun to go check out, especially if you like the banter that we provide here. <laughs> so... Go check that out. Uh, but that's all I got. You guys got anything else you want to add before we jump to the first segment we're going to do for this week? Mm. Nope. Okay, perfect. Bay meter your pets. <laughs> Bay meter your pets. Ah, there, <laughs> yeah, I got one. Okay, Bob Barker. We're going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. That's a dated that's fucking reference. God that's damn. What was, that's what I was referencing. <laughs> I know, we but were... we both date. We- we both dated ourselves on that fucking thing. Right? I <laughs> don't remember him ever saying that. I want to be clear. I don't ever remember him saying that. I remember references to that. Just so about I am every shit. Me personally, I'm referencing references to that. Yeah, and I remember Price is Right him saying that shit like at the very end. 
Nope. But no. about the only time I ever got I to watch it. Price is Right when I was sick it. from school. So. <laughs> but you should spay and neuter your pet. So. You should. Anyway, this is the Utah Cast, and we'll be right back. I want you guys to go to our Teespring store right now, teespring.com slash stores slash Utah dash outcasts dash gear. I'm going to try to put the links on a couple other places. Go to our store. We have t-shirts with the Outcast logo. The new one that I'm wearing this week has the UT in uh, red letters and the rest of it in white letters. So it's like Utah Outcasts, but it's a little bit more slim than that. We have a couple of mugs that we have for sale right now. We have the 100% soy coffee mug, which would be funny to piss off the conservatives in your office. And we have the Thought Mug, T-H-O-T, because Felicia commissioned this one. We also have a Proud of Your Soy Boy t-shirt, I mean a tank top, which is just goddamn funny when you think about it. But the newest item that we put in the store this week is the Degenerate apparel line that we have out there, where it just has the word Degenerate in rock band letters, and it's black on white, and it looks really fucking cool. Anyway, I can't really push you more than I already have to go check out our store, because either you're going to go or you're not. I mean... That, those are the two options, isn't it? I mean, that's the logic of it, isn't it all? You know what? I'm rambling way too fucking long. Go check out our store. Go buy some merch. Uh, let us know how much you like us. If you if you wish to buy some stuff, use the discount code BUTTSTUFF at the checkout. Save yourself a couple of bucks. That's the Utah Outcast gear only at teespring.com. Hello, I'm the U.S. Constitution, and I'm over 200 years old, but I'm feeling fine. I wish I could say the same for my crazy cousin, Bill O'Reilly. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Lisa, that's not funny. You believe in the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I don't know whether it's the lack of sleep, the sodium pentothal, or that it's the only cartoon I've seen in two months. But this is what I believe in now. Mm, Homer, we've got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, next commercial. I know a way out. Who are you? I'm the last registered Democrat. Tax and spend! Tax and spend! <laughs> so according to this uh, article that we have here from Maven Roundtable, which is a site I've never really ever heard of, however, this is a real fucking website that we have out there. A new dating app is looking to match up Trump supporters, and the fact is, is that they're warning liberals who sign up for the site will be sued. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. That's funny, though. So any liberals looking to join a new dating app designed specifically for supporters of Donald Trump will run the risk of being sued by the app's creator, according to the Hill mag uh, website that we have out there. Christy Edwards Lawton, founder of the app called Writer, R-I-G-H-T-E-R. -E okay, one... That's terrible a bad name. name. <laughs> yeah. Terrible bad. name. What the bad. hell happened? What the hell happened to these to these right wing people that they just lost their ability to name things? To they used to be really anything. good at that. They used to be really good at naming things. Yeah, like the Clean Air Act, where it's neither. <laughs> uh, Chrissy has decided to say that in a Daily Beast article, in a story story published last Tuesday, that her legal team is prepared to file lawsuits. Against leftists, which is funny, just, you know, quote-unquote leftist. leftists, uh, who tried to infiltrate the platform after it launches later this month. And she says, I have a very nice legal team that will be handling that. 
This is zero mm-hmm. tolerance. I believe you. That's, I believe okay. you. I believe you. Bring it on, she says. This is ridiculous. They're sitting here suing our president. You know. No, I'm not. I would if, love to, but I'm not. If that yeah. president would stop doing illegal shit, that maybe would nice. we would stop yeah. suing yeah. them. You know? Sure. So this app apparently is geared towards helping young conservatives in predominantly blue cities uh, where finding dates reportedly has become more difficult in the age of Trump. <laughs> oh, it's almost like people don't want to date people who vote for hate. Fuck. It's interesting. That, That's adorable. That, remind, That's that reminds amazing. me. I, Good I job, need to, progressive. I need to get the t-shirt out there on our Teespring where it says no pussy for conservatives. Mm-hmm. That's really what we need to put no out there. No pussy so. for conservatives. So, uh, Christy Lawton, a former banker from Wyoming, that just fucking go to figure there, uh, says she was inspired to create Writer, it's a terrible name for a fucking app, after hearing stories of conservative women being rejected on mainstream platforms because of their political beliefs. I don't Um, believe that would happen, because me being a dick-owning individual means that, um... I tended to not care about people's political beliefs because I was listening to subbrain versus prime brain, where I was just trying to get laid, you know? I want to point out that the ex-boyfriend, William, uh, considers himself a conservative. I, I have no idea why, because he doesn't believe okay. anything conservative. But I, voted- Felicia, I, under, I understand that, because I am still, and I wish to be, fiscally conservative. Which is what conservatism was supposed to originally be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a- socially conservative. I am not fucking social conservative at fucking all. Sure. Whatever. I'm not fiscally conservative <laughs> or, I mean, I am beyond <laughs> on liberalism at this point to the left. So, uh, but the, the ex-boyfriend uh, considers himself a conservative. He voted Hillary Clinton in the last election. So, um yeah, like I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, if he voted Trump, I don't know if we would have been able to be together because I was like no. that bad. <laughs> no, um, yeah. but like, yeah, he voted, so he calls himself a conservative, whatever that means. I don't keep it. No, uh, he's he's a little L libertarian, is what he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's eh. um, he voted Hillary, <laughs> he voted Hillary, and I'm like, good enough. Good enough. Yeah. So the the article continues here where it says that Lawton says, I kept hearing repeatedly how how they kept getting in oh I'm sorry, let me start this over again. I kept hearing repeatedly how they kept getting swiped left on and couldn't even get a date, she she told the, the Daily Beast. Good luck finding women though, honestly. And there's a article, there's a advertisement that came up for writer where it, it has a guy paying for the date that this obvious couple that is on a date has the guy paying with his credit card. And it says here, of course he paid. He's a conservative is what the articles, what the advertisement says here. It's like that doesn't doc. even make sense, though. But that's the funny thing. Of course he paid. He's a conservative and he doesn't want his wife to find out about his mistress. You know, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, now that makes complete sense. But at the same time, he's using a card. Yeah, you pay cash if you you're trying cash. to do shit under the table. You know. Wait, yeah. That's a, no, no. You 
you guys have been out of the dating scene way too long. No one pays in cash. <laughs> well, if if you're trying to keep it off the books. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, makes me right. laugh. I with don't date married men. Every, everybody at the job's like, hey, <laughs> we're going to this place for lunch. Do you want anything? And I'm like, sure. I don't have any cash. And they're like, oh, I'm like. Wait, people, yeah. still use, people still use cash? What year is this yeah. again? <laughs> Do you not have Venmo? <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> Fucking Facebook Messenger lets you send money through it, man. Yeah, no like, kidding. What the oh, God. fuck are you? What? No. I just I find, get, it, I find it hilarious take that the money. this dating app is trying to match up Trump supporters because they, that's what it's, you want your children to be born into. Right. Oh, like, yeah. So yeah. much less. So women. Kyle, there's between your wife and no, you, Kyle. No identity politics. Let's yeah. Let's oh, not shit. do identity politics. God damn yeah. it. So All Kyle, right. between <laughs> your wife and you, you mm-hmm. guys have varied beliefs, correct? Like, I mean, for the most part, you're on the same page with most things. Yeah, for the for the most part, that, yeah. that's that's how re- that's how relationships work and marriages usually work. Is that you find yeah. more common ground than not. My yeah, wife and I, yeah. we we agree with a a whole gamut of things that we agree with. However, mm-hmm. to say that we're lockstep a hundred percent on everything that we believe, it would be a fucking fallacy. This website or app or whatever the fuck it is is trying to get people that are jack booted fucking like right. true believers in Trumpism yeah, along with saying. other. Like they're gonna get like five women <laughs> for all those men. For twenty thousand men, five women. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, their rates are going to be fucking astronomical. Be, it is going to be a sausage fest of the one of those the most mediocre proportions. I, I really it's going to find her soulmate though. It's going to be beautiful. They're going like, to have they're going to have a wedding in a barn. It's going to be great. Yeah, I was going to say instead of a like the man marrying the woman, it's going to yeah, be like the, the two the two conservative mm. women are going to marry each other. <laughs> Of course they are. I mean, why the fuck not? I- Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined... Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Let's check it out. Let me just ask you straight. Can I be a priest, please? It would be hard if you don't study. I've never sinned. Can I be a priest? You never did anything wrong. Nope. You've never stolen anything. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Well, then you're right up there with Jesus, I guess. It's lonely at the top. It can be. Most of us have done things that we regret later. I'm a priest, too. I could be if I say I am. I don't need to be a priest. I'm a doctor. See you at church, suckers. What do you do up here? What do I do up here? Well, we have a, a sacred meal every Sunday. Do you serve mashed potatoes and gravy? Absolutely not. We serve bread and wine. What about uh, pork chops? Do you have those? No, I'm sorry. We just have ordinary, you know, sacramental things. Sounds like a boring supper. Okay, well... Okie dokie. Can't win them all. No, I guess you can't. In the Illinois Capitol Rotunda this month, several traditions are being celebrated. This comes to us from NPR.org. There's a nativity scene for Christmas, a menorah for Hanukkah, and something a little bit different. 
There's an arm that's reaching out of a block of stone holding an apple with a snake coiled around it. <laughs> very nice. Very, it's a really, very nice. It's a I fucking like... cool sculpture, man. It, uh, no, it, yeah, it really is. It's a gift from the Chicago branch of the Satanic Temple called Snaketivity. You guys could have come up <laughs> with a better fucking thing than that. That's you guys funny. Could have done but better. It, it was funny, yeah. but like it could, be, it could be better. But you know, I I like yeah, it. I'm That's good with clever. it. Yeah. That's okay. So the work also has a sign that reads, "Knowledge is the greatest gift," and which, nice. yeah, which I want to remind everybody that might be listening to this or mm-hmm. watching this that is a person of religion. Which, fuck, why are you watching or looking at this? Um, original sin was the fact that mankind wanted to have knowledge. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of fucked up for your religious belief that everybody's mm-hmm. born with that, the fact that they want well, to know more. You knowledge know? of good and evil. Yeah. See, that uh, the idea in Christianity is that any act under innocence is not good or evil, but that once you have knowledge of the impacts of your action, then they become good or evil, which Mm -hmm. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. So Eve became uh, evil because she understood that she could do evil actions. That's what Christianity is. That's what Christianity says she did so wrong, is that she took mm-hmm. moral ownership and then right. transferred that to Adam. She right. took moral ownership. That's yeah. what yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah. but yeah. what's even what's even more fucked up is she was punished for doing something wrong before she could even know whether it was right or wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had no knowledge of right versus wrong right. until she partake of the fruit. That's the fucked up thing about the whole thing. Yeah. And God being the infinite wisdom that he is decided to put this fucking tree in the middle of fucking the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have put it anywhere else. Im- Im- impossible for Adam and Eve to get to, but you're like, right. nah, I'm just gonna right. put it right in the middle right. of everything. Right. It's like- <laughs> and why make and, and why why make it bear fruit that you will want that they will want to eat? Uh I- I get apparently most biblical scholars agree that it was a pomegranate, which is delicious. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Fuck yeah, <laughs> eat the shit out of those pomegranates. Lovely. Yeah, I fucking hate Make pomegranates. Like a, <laughs> which is which is which is, which is the... usually used as a metaphor for the womb. Yeah, which makes perfect sense because it's okay. sort of look yeah. it's full of eggs. Back to the article. Uh, nearby stands a sign in which the state offers a civics lesson. And explains it didn't have much of a choice, which I fucking love. I love that. <laughs> and here, here is it quoted. Uh, the state of Illinois is required by the First Amendment of the United States Constitution to allow temporarily, or temporary, mm-hmm. pu- uh, public displays in the state capitol so long as these displays are not paid for by taxpayer dollars. Because of the first floor of the Capitol Rotunda is a public place, state officials cannot legally censor the content of speech or displays. The United States Supreme Court has held that public officials may legally impose reasonable time, place, and manner restrictions regarding displays and speeches, but no regulation can be based on the content of the speech. Mm-hmm. That goddamn yeah. First Amendment, that, that free speech that you guys oh, fucking hate yeah. all the goddamn time. You have to allow lie. the Satanists. So <laughs> I don't love the sculpture. Uh- um, I had a hard time discerning what I was looking at. 
it's un- yeah, under- understandably, it's it's. I not- mean, I mean, not, not not to say that all sculpture has to be easily understood, but like for what they were going for, I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah. So that that's just a criticism, uh, gentle criticism of the sculpture itself. I didn't get it, and uh, not all art has to be obvious, but. Maybe if you're going up against the nativity, you go for more obvious. Just a thought. Just a thought. Just a thought. Like, and and to that, I have to say, art is fucking subjective. That's all I have to that's say. It. Like, it I'm not saying you're wrong for putting it up. Like, yeah, please put it up. No, like, as I, as I, I, I looked at find, it, I need to find a better picture of it. As I as I looked at it, I'm like, that's a pretty fucking cool sculpture because I like the fact that it's an arm reaching out of an obelisk of of like stone. And grabbing a a fruit <laughs> with a snake wrapped around it, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's fucking obvious, obvious symbolism. But also, I can. What I like about it is I that it's at. it's mainly installed only two, which as card carrying members of the Satanic Temple that Kyle and I are, Felicia, I don't know if you are. Mm-mm. Okay, so card carrying members of the TST is that. We're doing mostly a lot of this just to point out the hypocrisy of Christian America. Yeah. I support them. I just can't afford it. Oh, no. It's free. <laughs> to to oh, just free? join us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To just join is free. So, okay. So let's see. What it says here is that um, in a GoFundMe campaign to raise 1500 for the display, the group explains the mission. We don't need to hear this. Uh, the group has installed similar displays in other states in recent years. A more snake prominent version of the display has been part of the holiday scene on the lawn of the Michigan Capitol outside of the Arkansas State Capitol in August. The temple presented a statue of a goat headed creature named Baphomet, which we already know about, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, flanked by two children looking up at him trying to gain knowledge to protest a display of the Ten Commandments. And Jason Rapert has been fucking mad about that ever since. Yeah, he has. But that's okay. Now, despite its name, according to this article here, it says uh, many of the Satanic Temple's activities demonstrate a particular concern for fighting or at least revealing the influence of religion in public life. Mm -hmm. And Satanic sculptures have so far been effective legal strategy for making its case, you know, pointing out hypocrisy, you know. Right. Uh, let's see, there's a little bit more here. It says the temple has taken steps to pr- protect its trademarks, and it's going to go into the, of course, the lawsuit that it had with Netflix about uh, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. and mm-hmm. Which they, they settled. They settled that. Yeah, which is, yeah uh, I figured it would be amicable. Because, uh, yeah. like, I, I'm pretty sure they did not know that there was a copyrighted thing. I'm pretty sure they thought that was just, like, a mythical thing that the Satanic yeah. Temple was using. Uh, fair enough. Like they do tend to use a lot of mythical iconography. Yeah. Um, However, that that specific <laughs> like sculpture was something that somebody worked really fucking hard on. Yeah. Yes, it was, and <laughs> yeah. and there should be a settlement. There should exactly. be. I'm not. I yeah, agree. I'm yeah, not yeah. criticizing the Satanic Temple for suing them at all because they should mm-hmm. pay up for that. Uh, they they did not know that they were using a copyrighted thing. Uh, which is fine. Now, keep in mind that in 2008, a Springfield man got permission to install a 
quote unquote Festivus poll mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> in that state house, inspired by the holiday celebrated by the Costanzas. Look, if I can't invert on it, I don't give a shit about that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's talk about the airing of grievances that we're going to have to have around this fucking bowl this year, (laughs) goddammit. Which was the funniest part of that whole fucking scene. Where it's like, now the feats of strength, who's going to pin me in wrestling? (laughs) Which is funny to me. Can you go upside down? Because I can. I can. Which is great. Like, yeah, let's have the statue on the grounds, but let's also make this a conversation that has to happen between people. And they're trying. God damn it, the Satanic Temple is trying to get people to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Because their war on Christmas is absolute bullshit. So mm-hmm. No one cares. Like, come on. If you celebrate no. Christmas, I celebrate Christmas. Do you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking lootly. Yeah. Because guess what? It's a secular holiday. Yeah, Except for the fact that it has Christ in the middle of it, you know? Yeah, that we didn't choose the name. Yeah. You know, I celebrate Yuletide. That's a, how about that? Or Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we call it Christmas because it's just the same day, but it's the same, like, I celebrate Yule. Oh, and I annoy the shit out of everybody in my family. I'm like, hey, dude, what do you, what do you want for Xmas? <laughs> it's my holiday. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's... It, it, it's about the day more so in my family rather than like ugh, there's no religious overtones none it's been dead ah since i was six or seven there hasn't been any religious overtone none. agreed did you know that if you're not a patreon patron you're not getting the entire show each week it's true we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil you're missing out Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. Pretty good trick, eh? I want to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. So John Kilpatrick is a evangelical preacher who went on a show by the name of Sid Roth it's supernatural. And for the Kyle and Felicia, unless you guys watch this video, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but it is um unsolved mysteries level of uh uh what's the word I'm trying to think of here where it's a uh, where they the reenactments that they show on this oh, thing I love where it's that. A show. Oh god. <laughs> where oh, they're so bad. They're so bad, oh, but you still god. watch it. And on John Kilpatrick is going to be talking about a Vietnam veteran that somehow spontaneously grows another hand, uh, like grows his hand. No, through the power of Christ. No, it nope. definitely didn't it, happen. Yeah, that that totally sir, didn't. Happen. I, I guess, like if you did that, everyone would know about it. But the that. folks on YouTube are going to especially love the fact that I'm including the video here, where he looks like a out of work. Um, what is his name? The guy from uh, the Roseanne show, the um, John Goodman. 
talking about this guy regenerating a hand. So I'm going to go ahead and let it play. Here we go. Say that the glory of God is the presence of God, and it's what man craves. He wants to feel close to God. I thought men craved Kit Kats or some shit like that. I mean, yes, Felicia. Yeah. Why do they all sound the same? Why do all these preachers sound exactly the same? Like exactly the That's same. That's a very good question. It's a very, very Voice good question. Of authority. That would they, they sound exactly the same. Yeah. He wants to feel that presence. What can happen in the glory of God? I believe that's where the major creative miracles will happen is in the glory. When the glory comes in, I believe that's where the real creative miracles. I remember one night in Brownsville. In Brownsville, which just what yeah, yes, exactly, Felicia. It is verbal masturbation here going on. <laughs> Uh, this woman started screaming uh, during praise and worship, and during praise and worship is usually when the presence of the Lord would come in to heal. All of a sudden, we're standing on the platform, you can feel that hot heat come in. This woman starts screaming. That hot heat coming in. <laughs> like, I'm. I, uh, exactly. Like, this is so sexual. Oh, everything about this is fucking hard. It makes yeah, me fucking. Yeah, no, like, so much of it is so sexual. And, like, they're so sexually repressive, but then they talk about things in such a sexual way. Yeah, feel this hot heat coming in, and this woman starts screaming, <laughs> and <clears throat> she's staring at her husband. And I grabbed a handheld microphone, went down there, and whenever I got there, she didn't even see me come, didn't care that I was coming. She was just staring at her husband. Well, he was a Vietnam veteran, and they threw a grenade in on him. And he took that grenade and, was, and threw it out of the tent. And when he did, it exploded midair, but it blew part of his hand off. It blew all the meat off the tendons, and he had a crippled hand. Well, his hand was growing back in that presence of God. <laughs> hey, why don't you come claim your uh, Nobel Prize while yeah. you're at it? You know? <laughs> Show up. I'm sorry. Oh. Like. It's so bad. She didn't care that I was coming. She didn't care. She was just staring at her husband. That's what it. That's <laughs> a quote. That's a quote that I just heard. Yep, and it's the and... round of applause for all that shit. John, brothers, on this this greater glory that's coming. In fact, you teach about the former and latter glory. What, what from the scripture? Tell me about that. I honestly couldn't give a two fucks less about what the hell this guy's going to say at this point. I need it's a just, fan. I need a fan to like when I'm yeah. It's just amazing that these things don't happen when there's cameras. A camera. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how about that? <laughs> when everyone has a camera in their pocket. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. All right. Ned Maud, what brings you here? Well, go on, Nettie. Sometimes Maud, God bless her, she underlines passages in my Bible because she can't find hers. Oh, lucky you don't keep guns in the house. Holy shit, folks, we have a Paul and Morgan video in... The only reason we continue to do these is because people seem to really like the fact that we're given these, like, 
puritanical Christian married couple fucking we're giving them a hard time because they deserve yeah. it because nobody has a relationship like this because they're terrible. They don't have a relationship. No, like this. no, no, they don't. They turn off the camera and they're like, oh, just go away. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so here are five things that girls find attractive in guys. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, I, you're, I, gonna, I, you're, you're gonna have excited. you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna have a lot of. I'm, gonna, I'm so excited! I'm <clears throat> so excited to hear what they think I, women they're attracted to. Uh-huh. I grabbed this one specifically because I knew Felicia was gonna be here this week because I, I wanted to see what Morgan thought versus <laughs> Felicia thought. So here's a uh, here's number one. Guys, number one. If the guy has a great smile, he doesn't even have to have nice teeth, just like has a good smile and is like confident and lights up the room. A good smile, Felicia. Um, um, I mean, yeah, smiling is nice, but there's also creepy smiling, so I don't really rank smiling in attractiveness, honestly. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, what about you? What, what, goes, you're not a girl, but do you find smile attractive in guys? Um, I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, um, it depends it's on the contextual. guy. It's contextual. Yeah, it's contextual. It? Yeah, Why it's contextual. are you smiling? Why yes. are you just smiling? Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, because I'm like, uh, <laughs> confident smile doesn't tell me anything about that guy. Like, mm-hmm. lots of guys smiled at me in confidence, like, with confidence, and it's been terrible and awful. Um, and then a lot of guys haven't smiled around me, and I've still been into them. Um, or, ooh, what's really been fun is when they're not entirely sure if I'm into them, and they give me, like, the half smile and I kind of give him like a little half smile and then we're just kind of like finding our way throughout. That's what's really sexy is like the mutual attraction, but like Mm -hmm. you're afraid of that that vulnerability, but you're still showing a little bit of that vulnerability. That's, that's (laughs) really what's sexy. And that's just what's going to happen. And half the time you're going to feel that attraction and nothing happens from it. That's, just the way things work. And so, I don't know, like, smile, right? Okay, so... Got an attractive smile. Whatever. For, for you two, here's number two. Let's see what Paul and Morgan have yeah, to say let's here. Hear mm-hmm. Number two. Good hygiene. Mm-hmm. Does Good hygiene is apparently All right, there. that's fair. That's actually Doesn't fair. smell bad. Well, His yeah. hair is washed and not greasy and gross. Okay. Oops. Okay. Oops. Okay. Oops. You can tell that he just, like, takes care of his body and, like, dresses nicely and, like, cares about his hygiene. Okay, I don't like it when they what do the, the weird... What the fuck was going on there? Okay. Um, <sighs> as far as hygiene, as long as I can't smell you from two feet away, yeah. uh, either with over-cologne or just not cologne, um, hey, Axe body spray is not a replacement for a personality. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I was going to say it's not, not a, a replacement yeah. for a shower, and I was going to say yes, but that's not my point. And then you said it's not a replacement for a personality. And yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is not a replacement for a personality. Um, right. I, I use Old Spice because this shit gets pretty rank sometimes. <laughs> and so I need I something that can defeat this. You, so. I'm 
in you. You see, like, unless mm-hmm. I'm, like, in your Oh, neck. I agree. That That's a swipe, swipe, and you're done. You yeah, know, yeah. not like dig, uh, dig, cologne, dig, 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 you know. Cologne should be a behind the ears. Behind, behind the, the ears, ears, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. cologne should just be a... Oh, or so or a spray to the air, one spray, one and spray walk into it. Walk you right know. Yeah, so I can smell it on your shirt or something like that, because, again, I'm, uh, I'm short. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very short. Hey guys, um, so Felicia's like, gonna smell your balls faster than anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> this is this uh, is true. That's that's why that's the only place I put cologne. I, so that's why you don't do boxer briefs or boxer or you know, that's why you don't do uh, briefs or boxers. You do boxer briefs. Sorry, mm-hmm. my words confused there. Uh, but boxer briefs just keep them tucked, but they don't make them like ugh, soupy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm guilty. Uh, I, I like briefs. I, I, I'm kind of with her on the hygiene, but like, I'm actually not a stickler on hygiene as long as I can't smell you from two feet away. Um, and then honestly, I found that I'm into some guys' body smell more than other guys. And as soon as I'm close enough, yeah, that's to sleep, a, it's not going to matter. Like, it's pheromones. That's yeah, like it's just primarily a, what it it's is. Just kind of a thing. Like I tend most people. I'm most people that I've ever been close enough to hold uh in a good hug including you two guys um i am not offended by and then there's been a couple of people throughout my life where like if i get close enough i'm like oh hello and it turns out my boyfriend's one of those like every time i'm like <laughs> oh like it's just there hey so, there <laughs> i don't know what to tell you like that's just a don't don't not shower but like i don't know once twice a week's probably gonna do you if you're in you're doing that regularly. Like, All right. if you've been showering every day and then you switch to once twice a week, it's going to take a transition period. Number three. Number three. I fucking hate these two people. Oh, God, God I, I hate yeah. them so much. Oh, my I'm, God. Kyle, I'm sorry what you sat through this whole thing. I tried yeah, to go through yeah, and get the time codes for everything. What's that? What, that's, her, what? that's her leaning against her husband, like, burr, 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 burr. like whatever. Number three. Alright, most importantly, he's a godly man. God, she's just fucking annoying. (laughs) There is no, there is no way. There is no way he's not annoyed by her. Every, I have never, I have never been like, with a man I'm fucking. Like, let's be clear. You are supposed to be Fucking this person. If you aren't fucking I, this person, I you're going. Oh, boop, boop, boop. I don't get the impression that there's a whole lot of that going on in this relationship. Well, then what the fuck is the point? I don't know, but there is no chemistry between these two. I tell you that. You don't go. Uh, burp, 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 burp. I, that's, that's how I talk to a dog. I don't even talk to my cats that way because cats don't respond to it. Hey, I, I'd appreciate that in my marriage if I got a little bit more. Uh, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I mean, not to say that I'm not sweet and kind. Like, hey, guys, guys, like, it's a character. I'm jo- I'm fucking joking. That's what that is. It's a I told character. Roger he was snoring adorably last night, and he was. He was actually saying honk shoe. <laughs> no he was like honk shoe. He actually All said right. honk shoe while he was snoring, and it was the cutest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard. Number four. Here we go. Number four. Number Paul five. struggles with this one a little bit, but he makes up for it in other ways. Let me rewind that. Struggle. All right, yeah, number four. Paul 
struggles with this one a little bit, but he makes up for it in other ways. Okay. Being a handyman. <laughs> All right. Yeah, call out your husband on fucking <laughs> on your on your show for not being a handyman. You know, there's a reason capitalism exists. You can pay people to do these kind of services for you. You know. Yeah, yeah, let's let's emasculate this guy more because he doesn't know how to fucking fix a sink, you know? Yeah, that's never been a thing for me. Honestly, I'm looking to go well, to school well, for and, plumbing, well, so. Yeah, but how is that even... that? That's not something that you... It's petty. Uh, it's, it's super yeah, petty. That, not that, only is that super petty, super but that's not even... How does, that fall, how does that fall under the category of finding it attractive? Uh, I mean, no, there are some women... And I've known some women who are just super into like the stereotypical man well, sure, can fix sure. stuff thing. I like I just it never I didn't care about it. Like if a man could, cool. If not, cool. Right. It's never been on my scale. But let's like let's be clear. Um okay, uh you know what? No. Uh that's not a thing men are required to be is quote unquote handy Handy. uh that's not what you're never required to be that that's not a thing that should ever be leveled against your attractiveness if you enjoy that kind of thing if you enjoy fixing things and working on Mm -hmm. things a la ron swanson great go do those things like i enjoy those things i enjoy working with my hands and fixing things and and making problems like and solve problems i like that uh, and, and Ron Swanson would encourage me as a woman to do those things, the fictional yep. character, Ron right. Swanson. Um, but, like, that that's not a requirement of you as a man. Your your value is not in your fixingness. So, like, fuck her. Fuck her. Right. Like, I mean, really, I, and, and what, what they're really talking about is just basic competency. You know, do you have can you do anything? Uh, I <laughs> I mean I mean I as a woman as a woman have mm-hmm. fixed things around the house before. Of course yeah. I have because you know I'm a person who has to exist in the reality. And yeah. it's like it's like it's like okay, is this a woman who knows how to use a hammer and a nail? Cool. Uh can he cook a dish? Same thing for me. Yeah. Like if he can't cook, uh-uh, I'm not interested. Um and if there was a guy who was like, and like, I would expect any partner of mine to be able to understand that mm-hmm. I can like lift some things and hammer some things. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't expect our entire worlds to be predicated on gender roles more so that we are able to function in the world around us. Right. It's like, can you change a tire? Cool. That's like entry level skills right there. But if you're not a plumber, I don't expect. No. Fix the plumbing. Okay, because like right. that's some yeah. shit. That's- number number five. Let's get to number five. Okay. <laughs> okay, number five. This is how Paul makes up for everything he doesn't have. Do tell. And this what? is my own. The chipmunk speak is really fucking me up. Personal opinion that makes a guy very cute. Tell us, babe. Is strong jawline. <laughs> <laughs> Strong jawline, huh? 
Literally don't care. You shouldn't say five things girls find attractive in guys. You should say five things that Morgan finds attractive in, attractive in guys. Yeah. Because yeah. that that's not universal at all. Jesus, no. man. <laughs> and and why are you I, I'm like of all of them, I think this is the one that would kind of irritate me the most because that's there is nothing you can do about your jawline. You know, except you know, losing or gaining weight. But honestly even then, on- there's still nothing you can do about your bone structure. I'm no. I'm gonna be completely honest here. Mm-hmm. Um physical attractiveness to me is second in my attractiveness. Uh, it has to be like I, 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 X, you've talked about a go or no go scale, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much pretty everything much- in my life is go or no go, yeah, you know? Yeah, and then, uh, so I'm like, yeah, go, no go. Um, and then if you're on a go, which is a large swaths of the population, 95% of the population, you know, most people are going to fall in the even, even most people that like would be deemed as unattractive, too old, too fat, you know, that kind of thing where it's like unattractive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck because I find sexy sex fucking sexy. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't matter who, what, when, where, why shit is fucking go. You know, for the most part, you know, where I predicate my attraction is on the person. So like, yeah, it's like, OK, would I fuck that body? Uh, yes. Uh, w- will I fuck them once I talk to them? Because that's where I care about. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, no yeah like, that's what I really give a fuck about is mm-hmm. like, am I going to because like i'm not gonna fuck them just on looks. I'm just not. Uh, it's just like a, that's just a baseline like. And, and it, yeah. it, most people are going to have a go, like at least a shot. They're at least going to have a shot at it. Where, who I'm attracted to, their, their jawline doesn't factor in. It no. just doesn't. And I found that this is true with a lot of men, too. Like, yeah, I, uh, supermodels are great or whatever. But who they really are attracted to comes down to an actual connection. Whether it be for an evening or whether it be for a long time, the connection is what matters. Just this this moment together, and that's going to be predicated on chemistry and and just interacting with people. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's that's that's it. That's it. That's it. Your jawline doesn't fucking matter. It's it's a go or a no go. Your jawline doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. You don't <laughs> have to be super mm-hmm. hot to be fuckable. Trust yeah. me. Right. And you, you just know, don't. Yeah, and congratulations. You just told, you know, you just told anybody who doesn't happen to have a strong jawline that you'll never be attractive. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fuck you. Fuck you. You Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And and if you're a no go for me, you're a go for so many more people. Sure. Like there are lots of people with no standards. <laughs> <laughs> measure up to any attractiveness level there's people who will fuck you there is like there's just that just exists that just exists yeah just go find your fuckables just go find them it's time to stop it's time to stop okay no more where the fuck are your parents who are your parents i'm gonna call child protective services 
It's time to stop! So recently in uh, most of the news that I've seen out there, and it's hit fucking everybody, like it has hit most mainstream news, local news, and everything else, is that PETA, you know, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, which is kind of funny because they slaughter a lot of fucking animals that come to them, right. which, you know, they're so good. They're such a yeah, nice but they do group it, of people. But they, but they do it ethically, you know? That's fine. <laughs> you know, car exhaust, just yeah, like they did stealing, with the Jews, yeah, you know, pets. so, yeah. They just steal pets. They just steal people's pets. No, yeah. so they've, they've, uh, apparently caused quite a stir on social media, <laughs> which I laugh only because, like, that's a fucking understatement there. Uh, because they're talking about stopping, the, trying to ask the world to stop using anti-animal language. Lol. <laughs> My God, it's the, it's so bad. Like this is the kind of thing that the the people on the anti-left side would be like, "Look at these social justice warriors trying to tell everybody this is yeah, what they should but, be but doing," is, and it's like, "This is not social justice." No, this has nothing to do with fucking care. social they're justice. They're going to use it no. anyway. Of course, no. they will. So here's the, the, the image that they put out there. It says, stop using anti-animal language, PETA says, instead of, and this is a whole column, and we'll, we'll get through all five of them that, we, that they have listed here. Instead of kill two birds with one stone, it says, say, feed two birds with one scone. Okay, fuck off. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Everyone <laughs> knows that if you throw a stone out into a parking lot, Many, many birds are eating off of it, not just two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, no one's actually trying to kill birds with stones anymore. Okay? No one's doing that. That's a silly thing. However, and if they are, they're a dick. Oh, shit. I just remembered it, my ex-husband used to kill birds with a slingshot. Oh, my God. It's he understood was... that if you can possibly kill two birds with one stone... That is a benefit to you if you are using that bird for meat right. and you are, you know, potentially getting two yeah. birds with one stone. It's like saying, hey, bonus, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe we could just, instead of this fucked up, like, uh, language that we're using where it's a stand-in for what we're trying to say, how about we just say, wow, that was fortuitous for me, you know, or something like that. But well, the English no, language uh, is a lot of fucking... Idioms are shortcuts. Idioms are shortcuts yeah, to un us understanding stuff. The kill two birds with yeah. one stone is the idea, like, um, accomplish two tasks with one... With one action, yeah. With a, yeah, yeah, with one action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, it, it's not literal, Peter. So, mm -hmm. it, um, well, it's like saying, like, uh, comments from the peanut gallery, which was originally racist, but it's so not it's so separated from the way we approach things nowadays that it's not racist anymore so it yeah. doesn't fucking yeah. matter and so the the funny thing here is that like people have been giving clapbacks to <laughs> PETA for this whole thing that's been going on and somebody by the screen name of currently R.I.P. Stan Lee which is at Falcon Main 04 says animals don't know English that's exactly <laughs> my point this isn't a to animals because they don't understand. Right. <laughs> uh, when you say redskin, Native Americans know what you're saying. They're yeah. not animals. Yeah. Shockingly, they're not. I know it's crazy well, it's to you, like, Peta. Um, but as but much you, as I understand like, understand the oppression they're in. Um, 
As much as I like the Utah team, the Utah Utes, I would prefer them to be called something else instead of using a fucking Native American tribe to be the team that they are kind of thing. Yeah, although, uh, they, although they do they do work with the tribe and no, there's, well, there. so there's, they made yeah. agreement. They made agreement with the Ute tribe to keep using yeah. Ute. And that was basically like any Ute native could go to the school for very, very low cost, mm-hmm. stuff like that. No, no, they haven't followed <laughs> that. No. So, so let's like, get to the sorry, let's get to the second example of the anti-animal language PETA says here. And keep in mind, for the most part, I don't have much to say against PETA except for the fact that they're a shitty organization. They're a know? very yeah, shitty organization. Yeah. I understand that we should be treating animals more ethically. That's something I understand. Yeah. Them yeah. as a group, they're fucked up. That, let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, their second one that we have here is instead of be the guinea pig, you know, which stands for, you know, be the test subject kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It says here, be the test tube. And that's just terrible. That's, uh, an incorrect that's bad. Metaphor. That is, that <laughs> is not a metaphor. Not, that's not how that works. How about number three here? Beat a dead horse, which is just a exercise in futility. Like, why are you continuing to beat a dead horse? It's not Mm -hmm. going to move any more than it was going to already. Right. It says feed a dead horse. No, it says feed a fed horse. Right. Feed a, oh God, feed a fed horse. I misread that one. Jesus Christ. Uh, That's (laughs) That's even worse. That that one's not bad, but no, I think it's not bad. Like, I'm like, there, there. It could be worse, but yeah, that's you know, not bad. No, like that one. That would actually translate. That like, one, yeah, that is I one that actually like translates. It. Even that though translates. that one's still, that's still not. It's not quite the same because, no. like, the idea of beating a dead horse is right. Like, the exercise in futility, you you right, know? right, right, yeah. Yeah. exercise beating, in futility. Yeah. Beating, beating, beating a fed horse is. It's just like that horse is gonna get fat and he's gonna love the shit out of it. Like right. that's what that means. But it's ultimately bad for the horse if you feed yeah. a fed horse. Right, right, right. Now but, this but next the one horse is going to eat again. So still, it's just gonna come back when it's hungry. And yeah, the oh, dead look, horse isn't doing here. anything. That's, that's great. <laughs> now I actually agree with this next one here, where it says "bring home the bacon," which is which is already a weird term. Uh, yeah. They translate yeah, it to. I, I feel like it's like. Bring home, like bring home, contact. bring home the bagels, which is like, okay, I'm, I'm bacon and bagels. It doesn't fucking matter as long as you're yeah, feeding your family. You know, yeah. So doesn't matter. Yeah. And honestly, unless you're in New York and you're bringing home the good bagels, then like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bring home the bacon. It's a bad phrase. No one uses that really. Not really? No, no. Like, unless you're a sexist who's like, <laughs> I'm the one that brings home the bacon and like, you're. Because, like, only men are the ones, like, only men who insist that they're the ones, like, who deserve their place in the hierarchy use that phrase. So, like, I mean, like, let's just do away with bring home the bacon entirely, because that's that just... One's, yeah, that's that's just a, it's just a dated reference, really. Yeah, and it's not good. It's not the, really used much anymore. Number five out of five we have here, where it says, take the bull by the horns. Which doesn't mm-hmm. have to be anti-animal language. Taking yeah. the bull by the horns means uh, no, facing mean, a problem like, head on. That's all it right. really fucking means. You it, know? It, it involves courage and yeah. yeah. Because a bull could fuck up a bullfighter pretty mm-hmm. fucking easy, you know? 
And taking him by the horns doesn't usually work, but like it yeah, just it's means, not like, a good fucking yeah, tactic yeah, for the yeah, bullfighter. Not a great <laughs> metaphor to begin with, and it's also not indicative of cruelty necessarily. Yeah, it just means so, that bulls are like a big problem, and if you take yeah. them by the horns, like you're really getting mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. So their translation for this one is "take the flower by the thorns," and that's a stupid one. That is incredibly stupid. That yeah, is anti-dendrite. That's what that, that is. That, that is doesn't, that doesn't that doesn't work metaphorically, right? No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> like the flower's not coming at you, is it? No, no, that's the not taking charge not of the like, situation. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's, like, that's handling like, that's handling so a flower harassing. in the worst possible way. You're just harassing a flower now. Why are you not harassing are you, a flower? Yeah, not only are you harassing the flower, you're doing it like an idiot. <laughs> now, somebody decided to do a little bit of a fun little artwork on Twitter because Twitter I don't know how you guys use Twitter but I use it mainly as a joke. There's some people That's... that take Twitter really fucking seriously and you sh- you should stop. You really should stop. You should stop treating Facebook as a serious place to go and you should stop treating Twitter as a serious place to go. Go there for fucking laughs. That's all you really should be going there for and maybe some news from like trusted sources. Oh, yeah, I get my Maybe. news from WAPO and New York Times on my Facebook feed. It's really quite uh, nice, actually. Less and less fucking New York Times, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, yeah, because uh, you can only read, like, what, two stories, and then they're like, no, you have to pay. Oh, hey, uh, Control-Shift-N for you people that are using non-Mac stuff, you can, uh, if you go into incognito mode, mode and you go to, uh, like, yeah. a... New York Times thing, it, it won't pick up the, the fact that you only have two or three articles left that you could see that much. Mm-hmm. So somebody yeah. else decided to say oh, on uh, somebody said on uh, Twitter said, uh, well, hang on, I think I got the, the hang of this, and they posted a picture of Harper Lee's book to kiss a mockingbird. <laughs> 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 uh, and somebody else said that, hey, you should probably ban the term scapegoat as well. <laughs> Stop all of those people who go around unfairly blaming actual goats for the stuff that is the happening thing in their about lives. Scapegoat is that it's like the goat was unfairly victimized. Right. <laughs> so that's like compassionate to the goat. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Yeah, like uh, that's the whole thing. Like the beat a dead horse was not about like trying to victimize the horse further. I mean, I can I can understand vaguely the whole kill two birds with one stone. One you shouldn't just be randomly trying to kill birds and you shouldn't be trying to kill them with one stone. Honestly, that's just silliness and cruel. Why are you doing, why are you throwing stones at birds for no reason? Um, but like, that's not, that's not what the phrase is about. Not doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the beat a dead horse was like, why are you doing this to a dead body? (laughs) It's not going to move anymore than it currently is. It wasn't, it wasn't about like, abusing a horse it wasn't like beating a horse till it's dead that's not what it was about it was like the horse is dead why are you hitting it this is yes. a strange and cruel thing you're doing. you can't, no, it's, you it's can't a, make that dead a, horse giddy up anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a metaphor it's a, a metaphor that was born when horses were the primary mode of transportation <laughs> and if they're not moving fast more. enough and i mean yeah. it's like try like the the best equivalent would be trying to start a dead car, ah, which doesn't really that's a terrible colloquialism. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, flooding, flooding an already flooded engine, you know, that yeah. kind of thing where it doesn't matter how many times you fucking press on gas and you try mm-hmm. to ignite the engine. It's yeah. not going to fucking start go anywhere. An engineless car. Yeah. Trying to start oh, an engineless hurt. car or, um, yeah. Drive a like, Volkswagen. Like the, I don't that, know. That, that same cringe. Like, why are you doing this? That cringe of like beating a dead horse. Like, why are you doing this? Also, like, don't beat horses. Yeah. <laughs> God, imagine that. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks. Well, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there every single week. Or better yet, become a Patreon patron and don't miss a thing because we put out quite a bit of additional stuff for our patrons. Uh, Let's see. We have new patrons that joined us this week. We have Kyle Stewart Johnson. Darren Jones and Everett Bichara. I might mispronounce that one. I apologize. And let's see. We also have in our $2 queue, we have Amber Mulvaney, Eric Hall, George Besson, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Randall Gaz, who's also a new patron, Steve Dustcircle, who writes articles and pretty fucking cool. Uh, Tim Smith. We have Anwin Davies. We have Bernice Panders. We have Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Nathaniel Cabalona, Satan's Little Monkey, Stacey Startzel, and Celia Gray. We also have at our, uh, let's see, this one's the VIP tier where they get all the uncut stuff that we have out there. We have Arduin, we have Darcy Bowman, we have Dave Lindob, Delroy the Goose, another new patron, Desire Lindward, George Green, Joshua Abadie, Lord Katif, Michael McKay, Blair, Mike Smuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, Patrick Neary, Rosabelle Howden, Scott John Harrison, Some Random, and the Godless Revolution Podcast. Fucking love those guys. And at our next up level where they get to uh, view everything that we have out there in our show notes and everything before we even start recording. And they get to annotate little notes if they want to change things. We have Angelica Pearson, Finno3000, Stephen Andrus, James Barrett, and William Nash. And then we have Michael Thompson, who is responsible for these fucking food buckets that are sitting on my desk right here. And our big bosses of patronage that we have out there, the ones that are guaranteed a guest spot one of these days when we finally get around to having fucking guests on again. We have Andrew Medina, Joseph, Jazza G, Robert Levine, and Roger Bush the Fourth. We really do appreciate all that you do to continue helping us make this show happen every week. From the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate everything. Thank you so much for the love that you've shown to the show. But before we wrap this up, I do have to remind folks that we're okay if if you don't have the ability to share your love for the show via Patreon. We understand that not a lot of people don't have the money to do that kind of thing. However, there are multiple methods you can use to show your support. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there. Leave us a review on whatever service you catch us on or just shoot us an email or a text because we like hearing from everybody. This show would be complete garbage if it wasn't for the people who listen to us. And with that, I thank you so much. But 
we're also at that point where I have to bid you all adieu and hand you over to comments from trolls. So with that, it is time to bring episode number 227 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. Alright, folks, it is time once again for comments from trolls, and, uh, this one's kind of a uh, repeat customer that we have going on here by the name of Throbby Cox. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he's back, and I made, this is uh, based on the video that I did without you and Felicia. Mm -hmm. I, I am guilty of doing that quite often, only because I know we need a certain amount of videos to make it through the week. And a lot of the time I'll be like, fuck, I need to make three videos this week. So I'm going to go ahead and hit this, this, and this kind of thing. And this just happened to be one of those videos I hit on that night. And it was about uh, Ken Ham and uh, the the fact that they, they're they kind of um impressed by the fact that they found a ramp. A couple of thousand years old ramp in like Egypt or something like that. And... It, it, they're, it, it, they're impressed? Uh, they're impressed by that? Uh, it's a whole fucking thing. You'll need to go see it, but... Okay. Anyway, it was a solo video I made because it was like answers in Genesis news, and I decided to go with it, but it says, Bro, you look tired and like shit. Welcome well, to being a 30-something fucking adult <laughs> that has three children and a job that is slowly fucking killing them. Mm -hmm. Welcome, fuck, and and not on top of that. Let's let, like that's enough to kill any other normal person. Let's put on top of that the fact that they want to do a podcast as well as a fucking YouTube channel, and you just tell me how fucking tired and shit looking you look like after you've died, decided to do this for three fucking years. Yet we keep doing it. <laughs> No, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, people. I fucking no, love yeah, doing yeah. this every week. I really do fucking we love doing this do every week. We wouldn't do it if we didn't really, really enjoy it. But yeah. However, however, when somebody decides to make a t-shirt design based on the fact that you've gotten 20 hours of... You've gotten... Not 20 hours of sleep. You've been up for 20-something fucking hours. Uh -huh. Maybe it's time to... Uh, no, I, I really can't take a break. I don't have time to fucking take a break. I, what's a break? <laughs> Last time I took a break was Hawaii in like... April, and I think we had to work ahead of time to get the interview with Carrie Jackson put together for that. Yeah. And yeah, I had we... to break that apart in four segments kind of thing, and mm -hmm. yeah, that, that was the last time I took a break. So fuck you, Throbby Cox. God. <laughs> yes, I am tired. tired. And I do look like shit sometimes, because this harsh computer light doesn't do anything for me. Even if I set up studio lights, and I have a couple of them, I don't have them on because they wash me out too much, and OBS is 
too much of a pain in the ass to get this thing going. So he says, you should stop trying, or sorry, stop wasting your life trying to prove Christianity false. That's not my intention at all. I, I'm not yeah, trying to prove... Really, we haven't really done a good job of doing that. No, <laughs> I'm just... Well, I'm, there, are, there are a lot of people who do and who have... Um, there well, are other people to... better, so there are other people who are better fit to do that. And really, at this point, I really feel like that's a dead horse. <laughs> it, it's like if guys... you're not convinced, if you're not already convinced, I I don't think. Well, this show's not the one that's going to do it. Well, mm -hmm. the funny thing is, like in the near future, we are going to be eventually the the hot new shit. One of these days, I mean, hot new shit is such a a hot term to kind of use there, where it's like, we're going to be the people that get invited to talk about something. It's going to happen, because everybody eventually goes through that kind of thing, where they're like, we want you guys to come up here and, like, talk to QED about this kind of thing that's going on here. It's like, wait, why? Why, <laughs> why do you want us to talk about it? We're not experts in anything. <laughs> so that one's always... I am an actual expert in cheese. Yeah. That I'm one's gonna... always really interesting. <laughs> but they're not going always... <laughs> That's always a weird, weird feeling when you get the, the invitation to go speak at something. Oh, yeah, at least you've, you've been given the the uh, the invite for that, Kyle, when you were talking to the, the panel that you did at Weber State University. Yeah, a couple of... Yeah, a couple of those, and it's weird. It is weird to be in that position. Like, hey, Kyle, you're a dude. Come talk about some stuff. That... That's how I feel yeah. about a lot of the stuff like that people are like I I jumped into a live chat the other day and I was starting to talk to people on um a live stream on YouTube and they were like, "Oh my god, Utah Outcast is here. I'm fangirling like a motherfucker right now." And I'm like, "I'm I'm I'm just a guy. I'm just yeah, a I'm dude." Just, <laughs> just a Hi. Dude. I I I'm glad that you feel that way, but at the same time it's like just a dude watching the shit just like you are. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't don't pay attention to subscriber count because that doesn't fucking mean anything to uh, like what a person is in the on the internet. That doesn't mean a fucking thing. All mm. that means is that we may get a little bit more money for some of the stuff that we say on the internet. That's all that really means. But not okay, much, so not next <laughs> next line of Throbby Cox's reasoning here. Uh -huh. where, fuck yes, yes I I am tired and I do look like shit. These puffy under eye things that keep happening to me. I keep asking my wife for like makeup things. Like, what can I do to stop this? So, uh, <laughs> preparation. Yeah, she's like, preparation she's H. like, she's like, sleep. That, <laughs> I'm like, preparation yeah. H is actually a good one. Yeah, yeah. Get the um, get so, the, the, the the pre medicated like wipes. Oh, uh, tux pads. Okay, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that too. Um, got another it. good one. Uh, if you, you cucumbers do work, they have to be yeah. uh, refrigerated. Um, or just. Uh, if before you come on the show, just take a some compress. ice. Okay. Just take yeah. some ice mm -hmm. and just rub it right underneath, mm -hmm. and then that pat dry. Do not yeah. rub. Pat like yeah. tap. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll do yeah. Right. So yes, um, Throbby. I'm, yes, I'm, I do I'm look like shit. These guys. I'm gonna convince <laughs> these guys to do makeup. I am. It, it's no, gonna that's happen. Not, that's not gonna take much convincing. No, that's, I used to put on. <laughs> you're talking to two guys that probably not and like I'm, not like me where I like. <laughs> I'm only speaking because I know I believe Kyle is much in the same boat that I am where fingernail polish was a thing that happened in high school and so did eyeliner. So <laughs> Yeah, so we can just uh kind of like update you guys so that you look yeah. like you're natural. I can kind of yeah. give you those hints on 
how to do like the natural looking makeup. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, pretty. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I had liquid eyeliner on when I met my wife. <laughs> the next line from Throbby Cox says, "You come across as as a liberal cupcakes." <laughs> as as a Aww, liberal cupcakes, cupcakes are nice. trying to something. prove trying to prove and this is the fun part here trying to prove that homosexuality is normal and people are quote just born that way end quote they are they are it's I mean, not a we, choice Throbby. we're not trying to prove that that's just been proven we're just talking about it well yeah. somebody Somebody also in the, the live stream I was talking about there, this was a different one I was watching. They're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm so happy that three queer people are hosting your guys' show and that you're out there and you're for everybody else. It makes people like me that are young to go like, oh, that's great that like we could become something. I'm like, fuck, we're doing this so fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can be so much more than us. <laughs> God, we're just, we're just, we're just, we're just three people fucking around on the internet on, on saturday night that's all we are and yeah. we decided to record it and put it up there we're we're like pretty basic queer yeah well, hetero yeah, hetero and hetero you know lifestyle that we live it doesn't matter that like i find things sexy that are you know no matter i find sex sexy is what is all that my pansexuality yeah, exists for with yeah. it's like uh, <sighs> anyway I'm, I'm kinky like I mean, I'm I'm trying to. I would like to normalize kink. I yeah. would like us to teach kink style c consent. Um, yeah, but like just a as a one. general, like it doesn't like without the kink stuff necessarily. Like yeah, Dave yeah. Silverman could have needed some fucking knowledge now. <laughs> live the kink uh -huh. lifestyle. Yeah. All right, fuck no, that more. motherfucker for taking advantage of kink stuff. And like, um, kink stuff. and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Now that we've had more stuff come in, it's like uh. Yeah, kind of uh, fuck him too. The so fact that she I'm told still... her ex-husband early in their dating about a traumatic experience with him is pretty fucking damning for me. But yeah, who, and it's who, it's what, what it's now? more than just the three oh, though. Read the new so. BuzzFeed article that investigated it. What happened now? Oh, so BuzzFeed contacted. Uh, is this uh, the first Ahmet, victim that felt like Ahmet, okay. the, the one the woman who claimed rape? Yeah. Oh yeah. And we said, "Look, we're gonna wait for more information. We mm -hmm. do not know when harass her. No one condemn her. Uh, we're mm -hmm. taking compassionate skepticism to this thing, right?" Um, Buzzfeed contacted her ex-husband, who she met shortly after the claimed incident with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. yeah. He said that he was told. Um, early in their dating that uh, she said he drugged her. She said she told him that Neil deGrasse Tyson drugged her and something traumatic happened, although she would not expand on it and she would become closed up. And he said that it affected their entire marriage. As it does. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does not look good to me. No, no, I'd agree that doesn't look that doesn't well, look good. And th the fact is, it's gone beyond the three. It's gone to now at least five. So is there at least five now? Yeah, I think there's five. I believe. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to Throbby Cox since we can actually put this guy in his uh -huh. place. Okay. Nobody yeah. cares when we're talking about homosexuality being normal and people are just born that way. Nobody cares, right? You know, 
Unlike the people that fangirled when I was chatting with people in the- I care! I fucking care. I care. All of us care. This shit. I care. These are these are lives. I mean, these are these are our lives, these are other people's lives. Yeah, the people yeah. affected by it fucking care. Yeah, which really fucking makes me mad that there's sometimes a, a bunch of snapback that happens on the other end of things, like we have uh, Ani DeFranco, fucking Ani DeFranco, yeah, one of the one of the most uh, celebrated queer like musicians that exists to this day, yeah. Because the fact that she decided to have a hetero relationship and have children, people have decided that she's not queer all of a sudden. That's bullshit. No, it it's is. like it's fuck yeah, no, you guys, is. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad about that still. I fucking love Ani DeFranco. <laughs> she is. All right, so. I'm, she's got a book. She's got a book coming out, and I'm no excited shit. for it. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go check that out. Yeah, she wrote, I, a, she wrote a memoir. I, you know, there are, like, the thing about living queer is that you're affected by a lot of societal norms around you, and yeah. this is, I think, a reality for a lot of queer people. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of bisexual or I guess I'm struggling with the, the label bisexual for me now because I have found myself attracted to a lot of people that don't fall in the binary. Yeah. Uh, that's me. <laughs> that's right? me. That's why I'm banned. Right. So like, I don't like, ah, binary doesn't really fucking matter to me anymore as I start to explore these things in myself. Um, there's still a lot of background and societal pressures like mm -hmm. when i was in my budding sexuality i met one woman one that i could go on a date with and she didn't particularly do it for me there was just one woman and like yeah so then it's like am i really bi like am i really into women and as i've grown i'm like yeah. yes i very much am but i never developed how that functioned with women yeah I, I feel and for you because it's tough and it's it's frustrating. <laughs> I I had a what's the term I want to use? It's it's a, a college level, you know. And I'm not trying to make like the South Park joke where like there's a time and a place for everything, and it's called college kind of thing. Huh. Yeah. yeah. But there was a time I was hanging out in a guy's dorm, a guy's mm -hmm. dorm, and there was a it was a really fucking very romantic kind of scene that could have happened where things could have progressed. Mm -hmm. But they didn't because fucking toxic masculinity decided like, no, you're not supposed to feel that way about other guys. You know, that kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah, I probably missed an opportunity. It probably would have been fucking fine. Maybe there was nothing to it at all. But the thing is, I still think about that. And it still fucks me up every once in a while. So, yes, we are fucking born that way, Throbby Cox. Thank you very much. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. I still fucking care. Felicia cares. Right. And Kyle still fucking cares. Right, right. And you know who really cares? The kids. The kids, yes. I mean, not that not that <sighs> we're like doing this for kids, but kids are, still there watch are, us. There are, That's the thing. There are young people. I mean, not quite not kids anymore, but not yet adults who are really, really struggling to figure out how their identity works, how it fits in. And they need people that have gone through it and been like, well, mm -hmm. we couldn't live this way. However, we do feel this way, and it's okay to fucking feel this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He says, and Throbby says, why don't you use your valuable time on this earth to do something meaningful? You know what? I am. We try to. Yeah. We try, no. but 
We, I'm super proud of the things I do in my life. Yeah. yeah. I'm super proud of the, the choices I've made. In mm-hmm. fact, the things that, that on this show, I think we are doing something meaningful. I think we are. I don't think we recognize it enough. That's that's the well, problem. Is that I don't we, we don't, joke around, we fuck around, we have a lot of fun with each other, but that's also something very fucking meaningful to other people, is what right, I should I, say. I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's up to us to define whether or not what we do exactly. is yeah, meaningful. That, that makes well, you sense. You know what? This is meaningful. We just do it. Yeah. No, it's uh I no, there, there's a reason know, we've a lot of personal meaning in in the things we do, but there's a reason we've come back to other people. I that's not for me to decide. There's a reason we've sacrificed every fucking Saturday night True. together, all three of us together, mm-hmm. without involving other people. We've had the opportunity to have other guests. We've had the opportunity to add people to the show. We have decided not to because it is the three of us. It is very something very sacred to the, all three of us. Yeah, it is now. That we decide to share with each other every fucking weekend for like the last three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I bet all three of us could come up with something that we could be rather be doing on a Saturday night right now. Rather. I mean, okay, no. that's a that's well, a loaded term. Rather, no. But if we didn't <laughs> have this show, you would be doing something else, correct? That's what I was yeah, trying to say. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so fuck you for thinking that we don't have something meaningful going on in our lives there, yeah, Robbie Cox. So who are you to decide meaning? Who are you to decide what meaningful is? I mean, like all of us are struggling. Everything is hard. Everything sucks. And so you're telling us that this isn't meaningful? If it's just meaningful to the three of us to just show up here every Saturday and just spend time together and be together in whatever way and capacity we can. Isn't that meaningful enough? Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's, yeah that, that's meaningful. That's meaningful for me. So that's, and that's, a, here's that's where, enough. Here's where he gets to his turn and he turns things mean to us where he's like, mm-hmm. seriously, the truth is your channel sucks ass. For real. Okay. You can thank me later. Like, yes, Throbby, I am fucking tired. And yes, I do look like shit because I have a real life and an online life that I'm trying to make both of them work at the same fucking time. That's what has to that's what has to happen until the online life can take over for the real life life. That's not something that's gonna happen in the next, oh, I don't know, three fucking years. It's gonna be at least three more years before of hard fucking work before yeah. this can be the real life for me. Uh X, I think yeah. that uh a little bit of makeup would change that because I honestly think it's, it's just the camera this. washing you out. That's all this is. It's just all I, fucking I this. I honestly think it's just the camera <laughs> washing you out. I it, honestly the, the think camera, it's uh, it, camera, yeah. the camera and lighting. Camera if and I would have better too. lighting, yeah. I do have the ability to do so. Mm-hmm. However, I am planning on getting a new house here in the somewhat near-ish future, which will mean us being able to do this live, which will also mean us being yeah. able to have better lighting and good camera lights and it's like... Things are going to change for Utah Outcasts in the next couple of years. It's not something that's going away. We're not fucking quitting this. I mean, we, <laughs> no. better better than you have tried, Throbby Cox, to to take us off this fucking perch <laughs> that we're on. But our channel sucks ass. Fuck you, man. We're having the fucking time of our life right now. We live for this. We look I, forward yeah. to it every week. I, I deal with my sucks. shitty this day job. Sucks? Really? Have you seen some of the other channels out there? Yeah, look at Matt I mean, Powell. I've seen Jargon of a Cod, so... <laughs> no, he's not hurting for money. He's fine. 
<laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's not hurting for money, and yeah. it's just terrible. He's done five-hour hangouts, you guys. I don't five have enough to say hours. in five hours. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, Throbby, we're gonna go ahead and cut you cut you loose here. You know, go ahead and keep leaving shitty comments. You'll keep making comments from trolls because honestly, you are the trolliest of the trolls that exists out there. It's like the truth is your channel sucks ass. Yeah, that's why we went from like seven hundred to four thousand within yeah. a year. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but that doesn't say sucks. I mean, whatever. How many how many subscribers do you have, Throbby? Oh wait, it says right here on my screen, zero. Zero subscribers, so fuck you very much, Throbby Cox. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Because there's only one you, Views Alto is the vape as unique as you are. With Views by You, you can make your unique mix with any of seven colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. So how will you do you? Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products, underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you.